Well, you're going to laugh, but um, because of your podcast, we're positioned well. I don't know how else to thank you, but thank you. Welcome to the Creating Wealth Show with Jason Hartman. You're about to learn a new slant on investing, some exciting techniques, and fresh new approaches to the world's most historically proven asset class that will enable you to create more wealth and freedom than you ever thought possible. Jason is a genuine, self-made multimillionaire who's actually been there and done it. He's a successful investor, lender, developer, and entrepreneur who's owned properties in 11 states, had hundreds of of tenants and been involved in thousands of real estate transactions. This program will help you follow in Jason's footsteps on the road to your financial independence day. You really can do it. And now, here's your host, Jason Hartman, with the complete solution for real estate investors. Welcome to episode number 1390. That means it's a 10th episode show today, 1,390. We're almost at episode 1400. Can you believe it? Anyway, uh, we are going off topic today to discuss something of general interest, not necessarily in the real estate or finance world, but it definitely relates to that. It always does. It always does. Because what is more important for anything in life than our mindset and our ability to manage the most amazing, most powerful force known to mankind, and that is our mind. That is the most powerful force of all, and it is a really, really important force. So we are going to talk, it's going to be a little, a partial repeat today of something that I aired a long time ago when I did a little segment talking about the importance of guided visualization and the importance of managing our subconscious mind. One of the most amazing things is that our subconscious mind is always working in the background. It is literally performing zillions. And I mean, that's not an exact number, as you know, but it is performing zillions. Yes, more than billions of tasks and processes to maintain our body, to make our, our breathing happen, our entire autonomic system, our heartbeat, our cellular regeneration, just every sense. It is absolutely amazing. It has incredible power. It is working behind the scenes to shape our beliefs, our attitudes. Earl Nightingale said to ask, what is the role of attitude in someone's success or failure is like asking, what is the role of water in the Pacific Ocean? <laughs> it's, it's everything, right? It's, it's so incredibly important. But our subconscious mind has a major flaw. However, this incredible, giant, gaping flaw in our subconscious mind can be hacked. And it can be hacked in a way that makes it a huge benefit. You know, they say that every cloud has a silver lining, every dog has his day, every disadvantage can be turned into a very powerful advantage. And with the subconscious mind, there is no exception to that. So what is the flaw and how 
can we use it to our advantage? How can we exploit the flaw in the subconscious mind? How can we hack our brain to make it more powerful, to get it to do what we want it to do? Well, here it is. First, the flaw, okay? This is the giant flaw. And it's a biggie. You ready for this? The subconscious mind cannot tell the difference. It is a terrible judge. It is a terrible judge because it cannot tell the difference between reality and something that is vividly and repeatedly imagined with sensory-specific detail. That is a giant flaw. You know, I indulged myself occasionally (laughs) in a debate on Facebook. Almost always a complete waste of time, but it does sharpen my skills, okay? So it's not a complete waste of time, and it does broaden my understanding as I sometimes learn from people who are just clueless, clueless people, okay? Uh, Usually these are in the form of political debates. And you want to say to some people, get real, man. You don't know what you're talking about. Get real, right? Get real. Get in touch with reality. You're out of touch with reality, right? We we think this about our, our fellow humans sometimes. You know, we think that they're just Where do they get these crazy ideas? Where do they get them from? Are they nuts? They're just so out of touch with reality. We say things like, they're not grounded. They're not grounded in reality. They're not on firm ground, right? And this grounding, if you will, in reality is something that the subconscious mind, it's just terrible at this. It is not grounded in reality, okay? You can imagine something and you can trick it. You can hack it. You can fool it. And you can do that in a very good and very powerful way. So what do we do? Since the subconscious mind cannot tell the difference between reality and imagination, okay, think of of the last time you had a really powerful dream and you know, you woke up and and you thought that dream was so real. Sometimes you're thinking it was so great. I want to go back. Could I just please fall asleep again and and go back? Sometimes people use substances or uh, motion, literally motion. Like why do we ride a roller coaster? Why do we ride a skateboard or a bike or surf a wave or ski down a hill? Because this motion changes our reality. It's like a drug. And people, of course, can do this with substances, and obviously they can abuse substances, very dangerous uh, road. But, you know, there's a whole new field of psychedelics, right? Well, it's not a new field, but there's a new, shall we say, kind of interest and acceptance of this stuff as maybe a gateway into a uh, higher or at least a different level of consciousness, right? And so this can move us into these different states, these different planes of reality. There are many books on these subjects, and the famous poem by Coolidge was written after he consumed opium. I guess he smoked it. Is that what you do? You smoke it? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So he smoked opium and then fell asleep and had this dream and basically wrote uh, Kublai Khan 
in his dream, right? You know, to sake the sacred river elf, to walk the caves of ice, to break my fast on honeydew and drink the milk of paradise. Xanadu, right? Those are lyrics to a song by the incredibly talented band Rush, but it's based on Kublai Khan, okay? And so these altered states of reality can be very, very powerful. And people are starting to study that and realize that, you know, maybe some of these plant medicines have incredible power to help people with psychiatric conditions and things like that. So it's a fascinating field. And, you know, this stuff has been illegal in the U.S. because, you know, to some extent, we have really silly laws sometimes. Not all of them. Some are great. Some are silly. You know, we'll see. There's a whole new field opening up about all this stuff that's really quite fascinating. But the point is, the subconscious mind, how do we hack it? How do we use it? How do we make it work for us? See, a lot of people have dark imaginings, worries. Uh, Dale Carnegie wrote a great book many, many decades ago, How to Stop Worrying and Start Living, right? And these worries that we all have, they can take over. And why do they take over? Well, it's because our subconscious mind imagines them as real. And many of these worries are just small potatoes. They're not a big deal, okay? Yet they consume us. Sometimes they lead us to absolute breakdown. They lead us to divorce. They lead us to financial ruin. They lead us to suicide. They're awful, these worries, these dark imaginings, because we continue to visualize them with detailed sensory perception, and our subconscious mind can't tell the difference. They think it's real when it's just a worry. It's just a dark imagining. It hasn't happened. It's just something you're predicting might happen. And guess what? What you predict and what you expect comes true. Someone who thinks that everybody is out to get them, or someone who thinks that everybody is a racist, well, guess what? They're going to project that belief into reality. And you know what's going to happen? Other people will do their best to try and live up to their expectations. And this creates the vicious cycle of where an imagining a worry, uh, just an idea, becomes reality. It is literally, the seed is planted, it is created right out of a person's mind. It's not necessarily real. Reality is somewhat neutral most of the time, okay? Where we just create our reality. We are the author of our condition, right? And so that's why this is such a powerful thing and I wanted to bring it to you today. I did want to talk to you about one other thing before we get to our sort of 10th show content, but I kind of dove right into it. So we'll save it for next week. But some really interesting stuff happening in the world of retail and how that affects real estate investors. Also, some really interesting stuff happening in the world of shipping that we will talk about next week and how that affects the entire economy. Of course, real estate being a giant part of the entire economy. So we'll get to that stuff next week. Uh, today, we will we don't have time. To, so we'll keep it on our 10th show topic. And let's listen to this prior little segment I did 
about the power of visualization. And if we have time after that, maybe we'll just play one of my visualizations. Now, as you know, I used to do this every Saturday on the uh, show here, but I took that off into a completely separate podcast, a separate feed, which is my guided visualization podcast. And I highly encourage you to subscribe to that. Do not listen to it while driving uh, or, or operating heavy machinery, but it's great to listen to that and literally become the author of your own future. Literally create your own future and create this great real estate portfolio that we're here to help you create. But first, it is created in your mind. And the guided visualization topics go through my 10 commandments of successful investing and really help you hone your investing skills. So check that out on any podcast platform. Uh, just type in keywords like Jason Hartman visualization, okay? And you can get those guided visualization uh, podcast episodes. But today, let's play this clip because many of you told me when it originally aired that it was extremely useful. So that's what we're going to do right now for any investing information, if you need one of our investment counselors to assist you with anything at all, reach out to us at jasonhartman.com or by calling 1-800-HARTMAN. And here we go, talking a little bit more about guided visualization and the power of something you own free and clear, your mind. I discovered a book maybe around 1990 or so, maybe even earlier than that, by Shakti Gawain, who wrote a book called Creative Visualization. And our mind is so powerful that we can create our future by visualizing it, by visualizing it repeatedly and with sensory-specific detail. Because as it has been proven, the subconscious mind cannot tell the difference between something real and something vividly and repeatedly imagined. So this can work for us in a very, very powerful way. When we visualize our future and our goals and our plans with sensory-specific detail, in rich sensory-specific detail, vision, sound, touch, taste, smell, and emotion. It makes it that much more real. I discovered a program by a company called CyberVision. I'm not sure if they're still around or not, but it was a fantastic program. I bought it on cassette tape many years ago. It was entitled The Neuropsychology of Achievement, and it talked all about this visualization and this sensory-specific detail and it talked about the history of how people have thought about how they have viewed the human brain. In the old days, they compared it to the current technology of the day. If that was a steam engine, they compared it to a steam engine. If it was another technology, they compared it to another technology. And in this Neuropsychology of Achievement program, they compared the brain to a hologram. And a hologram, of course, is, is created with lasers. 
And they talked about a scientist that I became really fascinated with, a, a neurosurgeon at Stanford University by the name of Carl Prebrum. And I looked up his work and I studied it and I, I just became fascinated with this topic of what CyberVision called holographic brain theory and how when we visualize something in our mind, it becomes more and more real. And the achievement of that becomes more and more possible when we visualize it. Now, I've thought about and maybe made some leaps in logic, I don't know, about this theory over the years. And I asked myself the question, is our brain, is it a processor? I think most people would say it's a processor, right? It takes in information from our senses and it processes that information whether it is a sound, whether it is someone's words that we hear or something that we read or something we see or taste or, or smell or, or feel. That feeling might be actual kinesthetic feeling or it might be an emotional feeling. So it processes this information. I, I think we'd all agree on that. But I would take it a step further than that. And I would ask, is the brain really just a processor, like your computer processes things, right? And now with artificial intelligence or AI, the computer can actually learn things and think things and do things on its own. And I know this technology that is coming our way quickly might be scary. Who knows how it'll turn out? Uh, hopefully it won't turn out the way it did in the, in the Terminator movies, right? <laughs> but I would argue that the brain is not just a processor. I would argue that it's actually a generator. And here's what I mean by that. Kind of taking a bit of a leap from where Dr. Carl Prebrum left off, where he talks about holographic brain theory. Think about what happens in our mind. When we have a thought, what is that thought? Well, that thought is a combination of chemicals and electricity. I think it's been said that the brain takes about 20 watts. That's about its energy consumption, around 20 watts, something like that. And it is the most energy-demanding organ in our bodies. Yeah, I know, you wouldn't think. Thinking is actually quite tiring. It's quite energy-intensive to think. That's why so few people are willing to do it. <laughs> you know, we're, we're all cognitive misers, right? To some degree, right? It's, it's easier to be mentally lazy. And it takes energy to think, just like it takes energy to go to the gym and work out. But if you look at this chemical and electrical phenomenon that creates thought, right? That electrochemical reaction, well, that can be measured. And it's measured outside of our skull. It can literally be measured outside of our skull. And so the woo-woo new age people would say, well, everybody has an aura, right? And that aura has actually been measured, okay? You know, with Krillian photography, infrared photography, you know, maybe you've watched some of these reality shows about the real life Ghostbusters. I don't know, you know, there's a lot of explain, unexplained things that we just don't understand yet. And a hundred years ago, a lot of stuff we do today would seem like magic or sorcery to people a hundred years ago, right? So who knows what we'll discover in the future? The world is unfolding before us. And as I always say, it is an amazing time to be alive. But as we think, we're generating something. 
we're generating something. And that can be measured. And is it too much of a leap to say that if you if you compare your brain and its electrochemical reaction that is a thought, okay, that can be measured outside of your skull, outside of your head, you can measure that, okay? Right? Not just in your head. You can measure it outside, outside, right? It's a generator. Maybe it's a generator. And whenever there is an electrical phenomenon that can be measured, right? You can you can take instruments and put them near a magnet, an electromagnet, and measure the power of that magnet, right? Uh, or you put a piece of metal near it, and you can obviously <laughs> firsthand see the power of it. You can put instrumentation next to a light bulb, and you can measure the effect of the electricity outside of the light bulb, right? Not just in the light bulb, not just in the wires, but outside of it. Right? We've all experienced electrical interference. Maybe uh, you put your phone next to something, your cell phone, and uh, because of the electrical energy going through the air outside of that phone, it causes interference. That happens once in a while, not as much nowadays with, you know, the frequencies are very well managed and uh, insulation around the equipment is very good, but it still happens a little bit. So why wouldn't this be true of our brain? And if you can measure that, it has magnetism. So is it too much of a leap? And I don't know. I'm asking the question. But maybe in the future, we'll say, well, that was obvious. Why didn't they understand that back in 2019, right? Is it too much of a leap to say that if we visualize our goals with sensory-rich detail... Vision, sound, touch, taste, smell, and emotion. And we do that repeatedly, that we are creating a magnetic field that can be measured outside of our head, outside of our skull. Is that magnetic field attracting things to us? It's a fair question, I think. Now, I'm no brain scientist, okay? I'm, I'm just a, a hack. I'm an amateur. But it's an interesting question, I think. And it's, it's a, I think it's a fair question, and it, it's probably not too much of a leap in logic to say that that is happening. So if our dominant thoughts are about things that we're afraid of, if they're about things that we might lose, about worry, about anxiety, about problems, if that's what we're thinking about all the time, is it possible that we're actually attracting those things to us? And on the other side of the equation, what if our dominant thoughts are formed with sensory-specific rich detail, vivid detail, vision, sound, touch, taste, smell, and emotion. And they are positive things. They are things we want, not things we don't want. They're things we do want. We want abundance. We want to have beautiful things in our environment, wonderful people in our environment, right? Financial security, good health, good relationships, whatever it is, right? If we think about those things over and over and we discipline our mind, our brain, I know those aren't exactly the same, the mind and the brain are 
you know, a little different, but you get the idea, right? If we discipline ourselves to think in that way and to constantly try and keep those negative thoughts, and we all have them, of course, we all worry about stuff, I, I, I certainly do, but we, we keep those away from us as much as possible. We minimize the negative and increase the positive. Don't you think we will attract more of what we want in our lives? So use guided visualization as a powerful tool to achieve your goals. We talk a lot about income property investing on the show, and we do that five days a week. And this applies to that, right? Think about all the things with your properties you have to be grateful for. All the things that are working out well, right? As people, we tend to only focus on what's not working. I mean, I think that's a fair statement for a lot of us, maybe all of us. You know, if we don't get the rent in time, if we are not self-managing and we have a property manager and, and they do something wrong, or there's a, a repair bill or something like that, right? We think about what goes wrong. But when things are going right, there's nothing happening. Nobody sends us an alert. We don't get an email. Things are going great. <laughs> you know, we don't really pay attention to what's going right, do we? You know, uh, there's old advice in, in parenting, you know, catch your kids doing something right, right? And that's probably some good advice, right? Not just the stuff they're doing wrong. So uh, this guided visualization can be a very powerful tool. And I hope you'll use it to uh, increase the abundance in your life. And uh, one way you can do that is you can join us, and this is the first announcement of this, by the way, for our upcoming Profits in Paradise event. Yes, we just booked it, and uh, that will be October 26th and 7th, Saturday and Sunday, in beautiful Orlando, Florida. So if you've been uh, thinking you need to visit Disney World or Epcot Center or any of the other many, many attractions in Orlando, come join us for Profits in Paradise. We'll have that up on, on jasonhartman.com real soon, and you can talk to your investment counselor about it as well. But I just want to wish you the very best, and I want to say visualize the things you do want in your life with sensory-specific detail with vivid detail, with rich detail. How will your future look? How will it sound? How will it feel? How will it taste? How will it smell? And what emotions will you experience when you have this future, right? Keep that in mind all the time and visualize in vivid detail the things you want and Whenever the negative stuff enters, the things you don't want, don't use these techniques. Use the opposite techniques. You know, instead of repeating them all the time to yourself and agonizing about them, instead of visualizing them in full color or repeating in your mind what someone said to you that you didn't like or how it made you feel, visualize it far off in the distance in black and white with no sound. That's how the negative things should be viewed in our lives. 
And we got to deal with them. We got to think about them, right? Because they happen to us all. There are lots of people out there who scam us and take advantage of things. And, you know, there, there are bad people. And I don't deny for a moment evil exists, okay? Uh, it absolutely does. But let's visualize what we want with that sensory specific rich detail. And welcome, fellow investors. As we prosper together on this journey of wealth and possibilities, find yourself in a comfortable position. Take a deep breath. Relax. Allow the stillness of this moment to guide you. Take another nice, long breath. Smile. Everything is going your way. Imagine your breath filling you up with confidence, certainty, and a knowing beyond that which you see. Your breath is now traveling through your body, starting at your feet, awakening the souls that hold you up. Prosperity is right here within. All you have to do is tap in. Bring your hands together, palms facing up, Allowing yourself to receive all that you have earned, invested, manifested for your highest good and the good of others. All things are possible. Believe. You maintain control as a direct investor. You have control of your financial future. You are calmly reassured about your retirement. As a direct investor, Jason's commandment number three, thou shalt maintain control. You know that people who relinquish control of their money leave themselves susceptible to three major problems. One, they might be investing with a crook. Two, they might be investing with an idiot. Three, they will almost certainly be paying outrageous fees to the manager of the deal. You know that return of investment is more of your investment risk because you are in control. Breathe. You now embody these truths as your own. I maintain control as a direct investor. I have control of my financial future. I am calmly reassured about my retirement. As a direct investor, I follow Jason's commandment number three. Thou shalt maintain control. susceptible to three major problems. One, I might be investing with a crook. Two, I might be investing with an idiot. Three, I will almost certainly be paying outrageous fees to the manager of the deal. I know that return of investment is more important than return on investment. As an educated, direct investor, I eliminate most of my investment risk because I am in control. Your breath gently moves through your legs, up your thighs, around your hips, releasing, rejuvenating, replenishing all that has been locked down. I allow success in. I prosper in perfect timing 
in harmony with the universe, with all business transactions and relationships. Relax your hands. Your breath soothes, softens, and massages your belly, cradling your waist, moving up through your chest, expanding your back. Envision here your ultimate self, highest expression, greatest life. You are worthy of infinite abundance, financial prosperity, optimal earnings. Smile. Everything is coming your way. Follow your breath through your neck, your face, and head, nodding yes to all that is and all that is becoming. I am a creative being with limitless possibilities. Feel your lightness and perfection as you delve into your next extraordinary and prosperous investment. You are a gift. Receive, believe, and so it is. Visit jasonhartman.com for more. Thank you so much for listening. Please be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss any episodes. Be sure to check out the show's specific website and our general website, HartmanMedia.com, for appropriate disclaimers and terms of service. Remember that guest opinions are their own. And if you require specific legal or tax advice or advice in any other specialized area, please consult an appropriate professional. And we also very much appreciate you reviewing the show. Please go to iTunes or Stitcher Radio or whatever platform you're using and write a review for the show. We would very much appreciate that. And be sure to make it official and subscribe so you do not miss any episodes. We look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Bye.